Blog Talk Radio. afternoon, good evening, or good morning, depending on where you are in this world. We are so happy that you've joined us today. Thank you for joining Hope for Today with your co-host, Naja E. Brown. And let me say that Zenobia Bailey, my co-host, is not going to be with us today, and so I'm going to go solo. And you know, this is the last podcast for the year 2016. It's just hard to believe And we are truly looking forward to what God has in store for us this upcoming year, 2017. We want to thank you, our listening audience, for your support and encouragement throughout this past year. Today we're going to embark on a reflection by looking backward and in doing so with anticipation looking forward to the new year. The title of today's podcast is Reflection, Looking Backward and Forward, and knowing life is still worth living. And I have with me today two dear friends. They're two special guests. They're featured guests, two individuals whom I know very well. And I humbly ask them to to join us and and to share their story. And so they are with us today. We have Mr. Dewey Reddick and Deborah Smith. And Dewey, I'll let you introduce yourself to our listening audience. Hello. Hi. My name is Dewey Reddick, um, and I live here in Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm on the East Coast coming to you live, and I just want to thank Niger and um, this, this station for inviting me. It is a joy to be with you guys today, So, and I look forward to this broadcast. Okay? Thank you. Thank you, Dewey. And Deborah, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Deborah Smith. And I'm from the Pacific Northwest, born and raised in Seattle, Washington, and still have the wonderful pleasure of still living in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> and I do say it's a pleasure. So I'm really excited and um, feel really blessed to be able to be part of the podcast today and look forward to what God has to, has to say. Has me Thank to say. you both. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I asked both of you to come on air with me because, number one, you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and this is a Christian broadcast, so we're not, we don't, we're not prohibited in saying anything that the Holy Spirit gives us to say. And then I also know of both of your personal journey over this past two, the, the year 2016, and I know that uh, you probably have had some time to reflect and that you're looking forward to 2017, and you know that life is still worth living. And so what I'd like for both of you to do, we'll let Dewey uh, go first. Can you share with our listening audience specifically what you have dealt with and to what place the Lord has brought you? Yes, thank you. I, I, I tell you that... This year has been, um, I I want to use the word challenge, but the Lord has placed on my heart that it was not a challenge. Uh, It was just a wake-up call for me. Um, As we look back 
my family and I, uh, we it, it was just such a disturbing, unexpected situation. I had a stroke. Uh, well, not a major stroke, but a mild stroke. But understand, this was my first time ever being really sick, uh, ever being uh-huh. in the hospital. So uh, it was very disturbing to me. Um, I had my stroke on a Tuesday night, and uh, it just it just blew my mind. I didn't I didn't know what to think. As a matter of fact, I was not thinking. I woke up on a Wednesday morning. And uh, not knowing what had happened, but I knew something was different in my life, the way I felt. Um, I had never experienced this feeling before. So um, when I went into the bathroom uh, Wednesday morning, I looked in the mirror. The first thought came to my mind was, oh, my God, I have had a stroke. But being who I am, and my ego and that male ego of mine, I I, I went into denial. Um, tell you the truth, I went back to bed. Instead of going to the hospital or calling the ambulance, I went back to bed. And I slept all day, all day Wednesday. I did not go to the hospital because I was in denial. I kept, I prayed and I told God, I said, God, I, I just don't accept this. And, and and that's 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 arrogance and that's ignorance on my behalf. And as I look back at it, it was not the proper thing to do. It it was not wisdom. Uh, so under under this pure pressure from myself of denial, I did not go to the hospital till Thursday. And and, it, and you know I, I waited over almost forty eight hours before I went to the hospital. So it was. It was I. I took a bad situation and made it worse for myself. And um, oh. yeah, yeah, it was it was very disturbing for me, for my family and I. And um, again, my ego did not allow me, uh, wouldn't let me even call my family members and share it with them. I I talked to my daughter and she said, "Daddy, what's wrong?" I'm like, "Hey, I'm okay. I just called you because I wanted to hear your voice." And um, I was just so afraid. It was it was devastating in my mind. But as I sit in the hospital, I began to pray to God and just continue to pray. And um, one of the procedures, I want to share this, which I thought was very, um, very touching in my heart. Uh, it was They put me through a procedure called a PTT. And this procedure is that they take a instrument and place it in your chest. Uh-huh. And you can imagine this particular foreign object inside of your chest. If it touch anything, it is the most painful. Oh my lord, it's so painful. But uh-huh. the doctors asked me. They say, "Well, Mr. Reddick, uh, you know this procedure. Most people cannot go through this procedure uh, without stopping at some point." But as I began to go through this procedure. I, I just I just prayed to God and I said, Now God, you told me I study your word daily and you told me that if I just stay in you uh-huh. so you in charge of this body. You this is not Dewey's body any longer. It's your body, God. And and I told the doctor at that point, I said, Hey, do what you have to do. I will not disturb you, I will not interrupt you. You do it because any pain that comes into this body, I'm, I, I refuse to accept it. 
It's God. If God don't stop you, then don't listen to me. And so huh. we went through this procedure. Uh, it was such an amazing uh, procedure that 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 it was. It just it just blew my little mind. But I kept saying, God, if I have to move, you move. Because if you don't move, I'm not gonna move. And I just turned it all over to God. And 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 although it was very moving in my life. Uh, it, it was not to the degree that I would have uh, dealt with being that, you know, it was me, the human. I just I just looked upon God and said, I give you this body, so you handle this, God. So I went through the procedure, and the most amazing thing, everything came out good. All my results were great. But I tell you, Nigel uh, and Deborah, this was the most disturbing um Incident that I have ever gone through in my life. Um, I was so in denial. I was in the hospital, and the young lady came in, and she represented this group called a peer, uh, uh-huh. a, a, a peer visitor. And and I'm the type of person, you know, how some people say that, oh, I, 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 you know, if you talk to somebody, well, I'm not the type of person you need to talk to anybody. So when she came in, uh, I just did not want to be bothered with anyone, but. She changed my attitude. She helped me to accept the fact that I had had a stroke. Once I accepted it, everything changed. My attitude changed. My my whole being changed about the procedure, what it would take to overcome this this situation. So, um, and 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 to be honest, I have joined that group. I prayed to God and told, asked God. I said, God, if I get better. I'm going to go back and join this group and come and visit people who had strokes. So I do that now every week. So it, it is a blessing oh. within itself. Mm. So that is a, truly a blessing. Um, oh. But I am doing, you know, I just want to share this with you guys, how God works. Now, again, as I, as I mentioned, I did not have a major stroke. I, I consider my stroke minor being that I have a, you know, visit other people and not see what other people go through. And, uh-huh. and But my stroke, uh, it affected my left side. Uh, I had problems walking. I had problems lifting my arm. My face drooped. Um, I, I had all the symptoms, but I just, I defied everything they told me to do. They told me that you can go to the gym and pick up weight, but only pick up five pounds. I picked up 55 pounds. They said, Mr. Reddy, you could walk. I went and ran. And now today, uh, six months later, I run five miles twice a week. I swim for an hour twice a week, and I go to the gym and work out every day, every day. So Mm -hmm. God has truly blessed me through this. And sometimes as I look back um, over my ordeal, I, you know, God has shared with me that sometimes God has to get your attention. We, we, yeah. things, sometimes when we think that we're going through the most horrific time in our lives, that, 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 that when it looked completely dark in our lives, God said, you know, you have to understand that the only way I could have got your attention to it, uh-huh. I needed you to hear me. And see, we have to realize God says in his word, our ways are not his ways. See, mm-hmm. he could see tomorrow. He could see down that road. 
We uh-huh. can't. We see today. We see the present. And it's not our will. It's his will. If we just give in to his will, that that situation farther down the road, he blocked me from making it there. He mm. blocked me. He stopped me. This is what I call this stroke that, that devastated my life. There was something else further down the road that was far worse. But by placing this little stroke in my life, he stopped me from going down that road. So I just praise him every day and thank him. Amen. You know, the scripture that comes to mind when you talk about um, just what he has for us, you know, he can, he's all-knowing and he's everywhere and he's all-powerful, you know. We just have a glimpse of what's going on in our life. But Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not calamity to give you a future and a hope. And I know other versions uh, say it differently, but it happened for a reason. I mean, and it sounds like you worked through what you went through to get to that point in accepting that it happened. I know when I had talked to you prior, you told me that you had woke up and you looked in the mirror and you knew you had a stroke. And then you said you went back to bed. And remember I said, you did what? I couldn't believe it. But then I know you too, Dewey, so that so fits you, right? But then everything that's happened since your stroke fits you too. It fits the man that I know. Uh, even going back and and being of encouragement to others, so um, that that's uh, that's wonderful. So you you've processed this to the point where would you agree with the title of the podcast that in looking backward and looking forward, you know life is still worth living. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It is it, you know today is is such a beautiful and blessed time in my life now, and and, and I realize that. Sometimes what we think are, are curses, they are really blessings. And oh, that stroke oh. has been a blessing to me. Uh, I have changed my eating habits. Eat, I, I, you know, I've gone, you know, complete. I'm a bit, uh, vegan now. Uh, so yes. it just, it has completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's that's good. Okay, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back, and we'll uh, look forward to hearing some from Deborah. So just hold tight, and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to Hope for Today. So, Dewey Reddick, thank you so much for sharing your testimony and what you've been going through for this past year. Uh, and now we're going to get a chance to hear from Deborah Smith. And so, Deborah, if we consider our title, uh, can you share with us what you have been dealing with this year and to what place the Lord has brought you or is bringing you? I'll let you determine uh exactly what he's doing in your life. So we'd love to hear from you at this time. Well, my journey with this actually started on January the 3rd. It would be 12 years. So Uh 12 years ago, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer, and I had my left kidney removed. And 
even though I was diagnosed with the cancer and uh, I was in uh, what they call a stage, um, I didn't have to go through any chemo or radiation. I just went in and had surgery. The kidney was removed. Within six weeks, I was up and back at it, and life just moved forward. And I just was extremely blessed and felt like, okay, I surclaimed this cancer, and that's a done deal. I put it behind me, and life moved forward. And I remember when I had the cancer, was diagnosed with the cancer, and my son was 11 years old, and I remember praying to God, God, please, you know, don't take me out of his life yet. Let me still be here to take care of him being a single parent. Um, you know, still please equip me to be able to to continue to be his mother. Uh-huh. So life went on 12 years later. Um, last year, around January, it was real interesting through the course of those last 11 to 12 years, I kind of got into the career mine, and um, I just started pursuing a career. I had a career in healthcare, and um, it's really interesting because through those 11 years or so, I would go into the room, and when um, somebody was down, and they were going through some real tough diagnosis or some tough challenges. I never hesitated to not put my arm around him and say, it's going to be all right. You're going to be fine. You're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. God is in control. How uh-huh. easy those words can roll off your mouth to someone else. Uh, but back in um, March, I started feeling, my body started feeling funny. And, and, and actually, I'm going to take it back. A year prior to that, I started feeling really tired and just started feeling funny. I knew I had gained a little extra weight, was getting a little bit older. So when I went to the doctor to do the physical, they tell you, well, it's just typical. You're getting older, lose some weight, you know, go through those things. Uh So I said, oh, okay. But then a year passed, and I still kept feeling weak and kept feeling weak, and I went back to the doctor. And, of course, they always want to think when you're tired, you need an antidepressant. Let me give you uh-huh. an antidepressant pill. And I was like, no, I don't want to go on any medicines. This is not depression. I just don't feel right. So I had to keep pushing. I had to keep going back to the doctor. I ended up going to a new doctor, and he finally ordered some some more tests. So on uh-huh. the Labor Day, no, Memorial Day weekend, I can't remember exactly that the date, but it was on that Friday I always take that Friday off. I went in and had um, a CT scan, and the following week I was diagnosed with stage 4, still kidney cancer, but it had metastasized to the liver. And because they hadn't caught it soon enough, it pretty much had taken over the liver. And at that point, my life just turned upside down. Um, uh-huh. I had always hoped to retire. I always kind of wanted to retire at 62, but never really quite knew how I could figure that out. So I had to accept the fact, oh, it's going to be 66. But I immediately um, had to go on chemo. And with that, I had to stop working. Um, I've been out of work since July. Uh-huh. Um, not necessarily by choice, but because of health issues. And um, I've been battling since since August, 
July, actually it was July 19th, I started taking chemo, and I've gone to two different steps of chemo. And we're still trying to find that right chemo. Um, mm. It's a challenge. Um, it, it, um, you have lots of side effects. You have lots of things that affects your body, your uh-huh. mind. And um, it's a challenge. And I like to add, I I really appreciate what Dewey said because it it makes this is the part that I've had a hard time accepting too. I have to change my eating, my exercise. I need to change my lifestyle in that respect. And I haven't quite got to the point where I embrace that yet. Uh-huh. And um, and I need to. As far as um. Where I am now, um, I've accepted the fact I have stage four kidney cancer. Um, I'm not going to say it was an easy accept because my first thought was, really, God, why me? And, of course, I love what God always comes back and says, Deborah, why not you? You know? Hallelujah. Yeah, you just have to embrace that and... um, you know, it's always easier said than done when you're going through these things, how you'll handle them. But I think that um, I've been staying encouraged. I get discouraged sometimes. I'm not going to say that sometimes I don't have a little meltdown and I have a little pity pat party and I cry and, and I go through this. And then the next moment I'm fine and I'm being upbeat and I'm like, okay, this is fine. Wherever we're going with this, God, just keep giving me the strength to be an uh, example however you want me to be and, and continue to just work with me, in me, and with you, through you. And um, so I, I've been going through that. But the one thing I can say is um, I just want to add that I've spent the last 16 years in um, Bible study fellowship. And I have to say that has prepared me a lot. And it's so interesting because I'm not afraid to die. Oh, uh Because I believe that whenever he comes and and takes me, I'm going to be in his kingdom. And and I'm fine with that. And I'm not saying that I'm... I'm not saying I'm giving up, but I also have to look at what I'm going through and the suffering I'm going through and and the stages that I'm going through. And I know God has the final word, and I'm all right with that. However, he Mm. decides to work this out. Amen. 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 And, and Deborah, let me say this, too, because I know you and I've been around you and, and praying with you and, and trying to support you as much as I can and encourage you. You have been a tremendous um, inspiration just to me as an onlooker, you know, not walking in your shoes and not knowing really, you know, how I would be able to handle something like that. You know, we look at it, we say we hope we can handle it, and we know how we should handle it, but to be able to actually have it play out in your life is is where the rubber meets the road and so you have been an encouragement and then also you mentioned bible study fellowship just think of the 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 study that we did last year revelation revelation didn't that That's... just kind of bring the kingdom of god and just what we have looked for what we had to look forward to in terms of spending eternity with him didn't that yes, just right. kind of bring things to light in a different way it really did, and I am so thankful that I was able to experience revelation before this diagnos- 
spot diagnosis mm-hmm. because it was really helpful, and you're so right. It's like it it helps you accept eternity in a different way to be able to embrace it because the thing is, is we all know we're going to die. We just don't get to know when. That's and right. um, and for some of us, um, you know, when, when you kind of get these diagnoses, and even though the doctors will tell you, well, you know, you're not going to have but a year, you know, I know that... They don't know. They don't get that no. last call. But, uh-huh. but, you know, sometimes they're kind of close on it, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. God is in control. And Absolutely. so it gives you this opportunity to be able to um, to go be able to, to put some things in play, be uh-huh. able to, yeah. you know, um, yeah, to yeah. be able you know, to embrace relationships. Dewey, were you going to say something? You go ahead, Dewey. You say something. Well, I I I I I want to share this with you, uh, Deborah. Um, you know, the world tell us sometime um, uh, when my mother passed. Uh, the world people, in, even in my family, they share with me. They say, "Man, uh, your mother suffered. Your mother suffered, and and I don't want to suffer. I I don't want to go through the pain that your mom went through." And and what I what I share with them at my mother's service, I share with them. God says that our way is not His way. What okay. you see is what you see is suffering. It may give a person a chance to get mm-hmm. right to, to make it into the kingdom, mm-hmm. but you only see suffering. Mm-hmm. But God says, "I am the way mm-hmm. and the light." Only through me can you make it into this kingdom. Yes. Now you have a chance. Now you have a chance. Just like the thief on the cross with Jesus, you have a chance if you just turn to his life, mm-hmm. not your life, his life. That's so true. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've got about four more minutes to go, and I want to just ask each of you a, this question. Um, Dewey, you alluded to it to a little bit. Deborah, you sort of touched on it also, but I'm going to just pinpoint the question. And if you could each just spend maybe about, you know, 45 seconds to a minute to answer this question, would either of you view your situation as an interruption that your life was interrupted? And if so, can you just say why or why not? Uh, yes, I would say that my life was an interruption because my life, and the reason I say that, the interruption is a good thing in my case uh-huh. um, because, again, I had no idea what was that further down that road. Obviously, my eating habits, my uh, the, my way of life, the, the ways that I was living this life uh, was not pleasing unto God. Um, I, I was into fast food. It was quick and it was easy to go, just go and buy something to eat. Uh, obviously, God God saw fit to give me this little stumbling block to to eliminate me from going further down that road and falling on my face. So oh. it was an interruption, but it was a good interruption. Okay. Okay, Deborah. How about you? Yeah, um, it, I definitely see it as an interruption, but but I have to be a little bit honest too. I I see it kind of, it was a good interruption, and and at one point I didn't necessarily see it as a good interruption. Now when I say it was an interruption too, it was because I have to admit that I kind of thought I had my destiny set. I have to admit I jumped out a little bit ahead of God, saying, "Oh God, you can come along with me, you know, I'll, I got this." 
you know, I'm, I'm moving along. The career's going good. Oh, yeah, God, I'm going to get this little promotion. Things are just going good. And, and he said, no, that's not no. And so I had to back up and submit back to him and get more obedient. And um, and I have to say that the interruption is that he is working in me, through me, and with me. And so it's not a bad interruption, although at first I thought it was. But now I'm like, you know, I'm fine to submit to his will and uh, learn uh-huh. to adjust. I And I must say, I am still learning to adjust. Um, Amen. And, and um, I, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to the walk. You know, I'm mm-hmm. still walking with him, so. Mm-hmm. One of the passages Amen. that comes Amen. to mind, um, Deborah, when you are, were speaking, and do we also, this applies to all of us, but it's James 1, 1, and 2, and it says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And I think that what I was able to, to hear both of you uh, speak to <laughs> is that no matter what you've gone through, uh, you're still not lacking in anything because you're in Christ yep. Jesus. Hallelujah. And, uh, yes. That, that, that is just, just a blessing. So we've got about 45 seconds more. Any, any quick comment that you'd like to say to the, to the, uh, the listening audience? As a, as I'd like this to share. Be quick. I'm sorry. I'd like to share this, this the scripture of Proverbs 3 and 5. Uh, that says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not on thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Amen. Just trust him. Amen. Just trust him. Amen. Okay. Deborah, did you have anything? Um, I think that was a great great, um, way to end right there, at that pop verse. Okay. All right, with that, I want to thank you both and just say God bless you, and we will talk again soon. Thank Thank you you so much for the invite. Thank you.